everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Curtain Call Podcast with John J. Filippelli and myself, Chris Sheeran. It's our third episode together, and we have a special guest star today, and that would be Yankees manager Aaron Boone. So without any further ado, Mr. Filippelli, please take it away. John Filippelli, Chris Sheeran here, Curtain Call Podcast. Our very special guest is the manager of the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone, the first manager in the history of baseball in his first two years to win 100 games back-to-back. Uh, for over four years, he's been the manager of the Yankees. The Yankees have been in the playoffs. Uh, the Yankees are off to an incredible start. As uh, any of you listening to this know, 26-9, and nine, same record as 1998, which was a great year in Yankee history. And their run differential is a plus, is a staggering plus 73 at this juncture, this early juncture of the season. I mean, every, every, the Yankees are just firing on all cylinders. And the, and the person at the helm of that is our very special guest, Aaron Boone. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're good, man. We're good. Uh, so, I mean, our, our fortunes actually mirror those of the Yankees. And yes, so when the Yankees are playing well, I mean, our ratings are good and, and uh, everything is good in Yankee land. And, uh, it can't get any better the way things have uh, started the season for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely been a really good start by the guys. Um, you know, we, we always temper it and caution it. And, and I'd say the same thing to you if we were scuffing a little bit out of the gates is we got, we got a long way to go in this, you know, we're, we're a handful of games away from the quarter pole. Um, but I've really, really liked how this team really from day one in spring training, um, has come together, has, has built a really strong bond, um, amongst each other in the clubhouse. Um, the, I feel like elevated attention, the detail that, that guys have really committed to, um, you know, has really showed up on a night in night out basis. And I think one of the best things about the start to the season so far has been the amount of ways that we've been able to win ball games, you know, whether it's an offensive explosion one night, the, the, the pitching has been a constant, both starting and bullpen, but um, you know, some of our, our defensive um, prowess has, has helped us win games. Um, sometimes it's been our patience at the plate the other night, having a big inning really without hitting the ball all, all over the place. And then our base running has been something we've really focused on uh, from spring training. And the guys have really carried that into the season and, and made it a factor in our games. Yeah. You, you have a third of the stolen bases, Aaron, uh, from all of last season. And uh, as you said, not even at the quarter pole yet. So that definitely shows uh, you brought up the clubhouse. So I want to go back there really quick. And we heard, you know, Josh Donaldson coming in. He, he's really one of the catalysts in that clubhouse. Who, who are some of the other guys who are keeping this together? Because I just want to bring up one example. And that was when Yimmy Garcia hit Donaldson and you saw a bunch of his teammates run to the top step. I mean, that's something you definitely want to see. And you could see how this team is together. Who are some of the other catalysts in that clubhouse that are bringing this together? Yeah. I mean, Josh is certainly with his experience and, and kind of the ed- edge he plays in the game with the game um, has really come in and, and been a factor in the clubhouse and been embraced by everyone. Um, you know, Aaron judge is, is I think unquestionably our, our leader. Um, you know, we, we got a taste of Anthony Rizzo last year. Um, and his experience, um, you know, I've, I've kind of said, Anthony, I feel like is kind of born the wear of the pinstripes, you know, uh, those, the pinstripes can be heavy sometimes they say. And, and I just feel like, um, 
Anthony Rizzo is just so comfortable and he's just got a way with everybody on the team, whether it's, um, you know, a seasoned veteran, a superstar, a, a rookie coming up for the first time. Um, he has a way of just kind of keeping everybody at ease. Um, you know, it does a really good job of striking that balance between, um, you know, being serious about your preparation and your work and being ready to go each and every day, but, but also remembering that it's important to have fun playing this game. He, he does a great job of that. And I think that rubs off on a lot of guys. I actually met Anthony Rizzo at a Super Bowl game, believe it or not. He was actually sitting next to me at the Super Bowl game. And uh, it was the Kansas City uh, Chiefs, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, about two years ago, I guess it was. And it was the game where Mahomes uh, got them. They were behind most of the game. And then at the end, he led them down to a uh, touchdown with a, uh, just a few minutes left in the fourth quarter. And But we, we started talking at the beginning of the game. And we didn't stop talking baseball until the very, just about when Mahomes started his drive at the end. So, and I found it so engaging so personable, so knowledgeable, such a, an absolute joy to, to, to spend some time with. He's, he's a true example of, of what a clubhouse leader should be about. And I think that that personality is absolutely carries over to the clubhouse and on the field and, and, and it manifests itself in everything that he does. He really is. I mean, it's, it's just so fun to show up to the yard and see him every day. He's just got a, just a, an easy smile, a joy to the, to the way he goes about life and the game and I, and I, and that kind of rubs off and and permeates everywhere in our room um you know he's obviously a great player between the lines but i i think that ease and you know com com very comfortable in his own skin i think puts a lot of other guys at, at ease you know i remember early this season i think there's a great example of ron marinaccio making his major league debut I think it was that first series against the Red Sox and his first five pitches were, were balls. He walked a guy and then started out one Oh on the next guy. And, and Matt Blake was getting ready to go, go to the mound. And I, I kind of stopped him Cause I saw, I saw Rizzo going to the mound and Riz just in his way, just kind of settled the situation, settled Ronnie down. He ends up, you know, I think striking out a couple and just, you know, cruising through that inning and, and, and had a great first inning of his major league career after throwing five balls in a row. But I think it was Rizzo that just kind of calmed the situation, put him at ease. And, uh, and, and he's got that, he's got that ability. I kind of had that uh, vision come into my head, Aaron, when you were describing that with Marinaccio uh, from Bull Durham, when they were deciding what to get Millie uh, for, for her wedding uh, with the candlesticks are a good, uh, or a good gift. Let's get two. I mean, that's all it takes sometimes to just calm somebody down is, is just something so small like that. Uh, but something else on Rizzo, he said something after the first win with the Orioles, he said about the lineup, everyone's not going out there to slug. They're just passing it on to the next guy and letting them do their thing. And just to piggyback off of that, Aaron Judge also brought up a great point. He said they were eight guys, eight right-handed hitters with the same plan, and pitchers could just get them out the same way. Now they have someone. They have so many ways. You guys have so many ways to beat other teams. I just thought those two statements by those two guys summed up the offense this season so far. Yeah, you know what's been fun is, and I feel like we've we've had a strong, you know, hitting culture as far as you know 
a plan and things at different times that I've been here, but you know, I've, I've felt it's been, you know, so solid each and every, they, they take so much pride in, into, in having these team at bats and really, you know, putting a plan together. And like you said, everyone's a little bit different in our lineup now. So, you know, it, different guys look for different things or, or have different strengths and weaknesses, but they really, you know, uh, spend a lot of time talking the game, talking approach, talking, um, you know, how we're going to face this pitcher and what we're, what we're going to do. And, and I think they take a lot of pride in not having to be the guy, but just one of the guys that, you know, hopefully makes it difficult on a night in night out basis on the opposing pitchers. Speaking of the pitching, uh, Aaron, the, the pitching has been nothing short of terrific. Uh, you've gotten, the starting pitching has been great. The bullpen is, is the best in baseball. I don't can't see a bullpen that rivals it. And, and that's what uh, one or two guys who have not quite found their way, like a wise who struggled a little bit out of the game. He was such a weapon last year. But everybody else has been just uh, sensational. And everybody you call on gets the outs. And it's it seems like you don't have to rely even on Chapman to close. You've got other alternatives. If when 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 Chaffee goes through one or two of his little scenarios that once in a while we struggles, you've got mm-hmm. alternatives down there. And so you've got a great bullpen. You got really strong starting pitching, and and you've got an exclamation point in in, uh, in Nestor Cortez. I mean, he's just been unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it started. It starts with our starters, and and they've been really consistent all year and kind of given us everything from a dominant start, you know, to, to something that's really kept us in every single game on a night when maybe they haven't been at their best. You know, I, th- I think uh, Jordan Montgomery the other day, you know, he goes, ends up going four and four and a third, four and two thirds, you know, an outing where he struggled a lot, didn't necessarily have his best stuff. And he gives up two runs, you know, Seve's had a couple outings like that where he hasn't necessarily been his best, but he's kind of found a way to get through five innings and, and allow two runs and give us a chance to win, win the game. Um, so they've kind of really set the tone for us um, in the rotation. But then I, I think, I think the good thing, like you said, the bullpen, because there's so many options down there, I think they've been able to kind of protect one another. You know, we, we knew coming into this season, with the shortened spring training and starters not totally built up out of the shoot um, that we're going to have to lean on our bullpen quite a bit. And, you know, when you, especially for us, because we've, you know, been either winning or in every single game, it seems like to have, so on a given night, you're not always going to be able to go to necessarily your quote unquote closers or high leverage guys. So they've had to share, share the duty a little bit and, and because of the depth down there, because of the quality of, of guys right now, one through nine down in our pen, um, they've been able to protect each other and not have anyone really be overused, which hopefully serves us well um, as the season unfolds and certainly as we get deep into the season. Aaron, as Flip just, as Flip just said, 33 of the 35 starts that your rotation has made, they've given up three runs or less. And I think Nestor is one of the guys in all seven of his starts, two runs or less. So this, this has to do with Nestor, but it's a two-pronged question because you used to man the hot corner as well. And I want to go back to Nestor's last start. Uh, a, the first part of the question is just from your vantage point in the dugout in 
a time of velocity and guys throwing gas left and right, how satisfying is it for you to stand on that top step and watch Nestor be as successful as he is? And let's face it, right now, he would be the all-star starter for crying out loud. And in his last start, yeah, yeah. And, and in his last start, Aaron, Josh Donaldson at third base, he has to know, you know, Nestor pitches to contact and um, he had a lot of chances at third base in his last start. And he was like a vacuum cleaner over there. So that start by Nestor and that performance by Donaldson over at third had to have you smiling ear to ear. Yeah, no question. I mean, you know, you know, obviously Nestor is kind of, I guess, in a way, burst on the national scene this year. But this goes back to last year. I mean, when we, yeah. when we put him in yeah. the rotation, you know, he's he's been he's been great from Jump Street. You know, he's been, um, you know, I, I would quibble a little bit with you in 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 that it's pitch to contact. Yeah, it is. You a can little quibble bit. with me a lot, <laughs> but That's but. There's a lot of there are there are a lot of tickets being punched in there too. He's right. he's yeah. out as well. Is, I is think the the, yes. Is, is the cutter has helped him a lot, hasn't it, Aaron? The cutters, the cutter, his ability to pitch to both sides of the plate, and and as I always tell people, don't be confused by the radar gun. It's it's really good stuff. Like the fastball, it, it's got really good life to it. You see swing and miss with it all the time. But his ability to command both sides of the plate plays a factor in that. And I think I think what was really on dis- display in Chicago the other day was um, he, he has such a good pace and rhythm to the way he pitches that I, I do think lends itself to the defense just being in, in a better place because you're ready. He's right. working quick. You're on your toes. We saw Donaldson the other day, obviously have a, a lot of action down there and, and turn in some sparklers. Um, you know, at, but actually, typically, Nestor's more of a fly ball guy, you know, because he pitches up in the zone. Um, but the defense does seem to, you know, play a notch, a level up when, when Nestor's out there. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, the pace and rhythm that he, he pitches in. <laughs> The, uh, the offense was, you know, the first 13 games of the season, the, the offense was struggling a little bit. Just listen, it's early in the season. Nothing's a finished product. I mean, people, a lot of people lack patience in our, in our world and in our business. And, but the reality is that once you guys started to find your sea lakes, I mean, the offense has been, has really done its job. And a guy who didn't get enough credit as far as I was concerned, because his first year or two here, he had some struggles. He had some injuries. has been Stanton. And Stanton plays it, by the way, is a tremendous outfielder. I don't know if anybody noticed other than you, Barrett, but, but he's a tremendous outfielder. And, and uh, he doesn't get enough credit for the outfield. Yeah, he's done a great job. Uh, I mean, he's another guy that's become, um, you know, he, he's he's a quiet guy. You know, he he's, he's uh, a very interesting person, um, but he's developed a really – you know, powerful voice. Like when he speaks, which isn't all the time, people really listen. And he has, he has a lot of, uh, there's a lot of wisdom that he's imparted in our room, really, especially over the last 12 months. Like he's been, he's, he's gone to another level as a leader. Um, but he's just such a disciplined person and disciplined to his preparation and his process. And, you know, I think, 
I think that's something that's gotten so good. Um, year in and year out, it's just gotten better and better and it really serves him well. Um, but you're right. The outfield portion and his ability to go out there, you know, whether it's, you know, probably three times a week, he's been going out there or every other day, sometimes back to back, um, has really served us well, you know, with, with Aaron's ability to move over to center. Um, you know, it's allowed us to kind of free up that DH spot a little bit more for somebody else, get somebody else on the field. Um, but he's been great. You know, he's been, he's, he's gotten so many big hits for us too. Uh, going back the last couple of years, you know, the, I, I think about that postseason in 2020 where he was so good. Um, <laughs> and, and he's just, you know, picked up where he left off in the second half of last season where, you know, in a year last year where we struggled to find that consistency offensively, it was really offensively judge and Stanton that kind of carried us in the second half and propelled us into the playoffs. And, and the, both those guys have, have carried that right into 2022. I, I want to give you some major credit here, Aaron, and that is uh, Clay Holmes. I know we're bouncing all over the place, lineup and pitchers, but uh, he deserves credit. You deserve credit. I remember because I was doing the batting practice show when, when you all traded for him. You called him a righty assassin, uh, but he is an equal opportunity assassin, especially this year. And the, you guys were so prescient in bringing him over here Considering he had the 4.93 ERA that year with Pittsburgh, he had an ERA over five and a half in his career at Pittsburgh. There was something you all saw in him, and boy, oh boy, without the beard, this guy is the opposite of Samson. He is just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, um, well, I give the front off, I give the front office credit for that. I mean, they they identified um, play um, so. You know, I hadn't seen him when we got him. And I remember him making his debut with us in Tampa in kind of a low leverage situation. We're like, all right, let's get him in there. And right away, that first outing, I was like, whoa, okay, this guy's got something. And he <laughs> completely took off from there. I mean, it's credit to him. I think he he simplified some things uh, when he got to us. And, uh, you know, the results speak for themselves. He's been as dominant a reliever as there's as there is in baseball since we got him, And, um, you know, he's, he's obviously continuing to play a huge role for us at the back end of our pen this year. The, the, uh, the shortstop acquisition has been, has really helped solidify the defense because it just has, I mean, you are stronger at catcher, stronger at shortstop, stronger in the outfield, stronger at first base, everything we, we, you guys have did in the off season has just made the Yankees a, a much better ball club because the defense Goes a lot, pitching and defense go hand in hand, as you know, right? So the defense has just been outstanding, and it's uh, you, you, the runs you save are just as important as the, as the runs you drive in. So you know that, and we all know that. But but I must tell you, I mean, the defense has been just is very impressive to watch the Yankees play baseball, all phases of the game right now. I don't know that there's a phase that you guys are not excelling in. I mean, if I went through that roster of players, I mean, everybody, every single player is contributing and, and not contributing in a small way. Everybody's got a role and everybody's doing their job and everybody's clicking on all cylinders. And it's a, it's a delight to watch a baseball game. Yeah. I, I think again, going back to the start of this, it's, it's been, we've been able to win games in a lot of different ways. And that's probably been one of the most rewarding things so far. I, and again, I temper it that we're early in the season, 
but but the fact that we can beat you in a number of different ways um, has really served us well so far, and I and I think we'll continue to uh, you know to be something that we pride ourselves in, and and the guys have done a great job in every aspect. Aaron, I want to ask one last question because I know you have to go. I know you have to go, so I'm going to ask you one last question. Did you ever think? Now you were a broadcaster for what seven years at ESPN. Yes, something like that. That sounds okay. about right. <laughs> okay, sounds about right, right. And you worked on the Sunday night baseball game, and you were a broadcaster of you know of uh, of, of good uh, good stock. I mean, you did a good job. You had a good you uh, uh, one of the better broadcasters in the game, I would say for sure, no doubt. And uh, you made made a mark on the game as a broadcaster. Did you ever think you'd see the day when I think you left too soon? That uh, announcing we got thirty five million dollars a year to be a broadcaster. <laughs> Did you ever think that that day would ever happen, Aaron? Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, uh, that, um, that, that bothered me. At yes, a little bit. The, the hair on the back of my <laughs> a lot actually. Yeah, thirty five million. That's uh, yeah, that's 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 the power of the NFL and that machine. But <laughs> um, man, that's uh, yeah, that's crazy to think that that kind of that kind of money is going going uh being shelled out but you know i think we see it in a lot of industries we see it in baseball that were you know i remember i remember being in high school and my brother being in college and or or no i was in junior high and my brother was in high school and he had to write an essay and talk about you know his his dreams and what he wanted to do he's talking about being a baseball player one day and you know he was going to make a million dollars playing i said and, and to think back then making a million dollars playing the game and now seeing what guys make or seeing what guys can make in the broadcast world. Uh, yeah. It's hard to imagine. I'll, I'll take one thirty fifth of that flip. <laughs> <laughs> well, like one sixtieth, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, Aaron. Thanks for the time. We thank you for, uh, for coming on with us and, uh, you know, obviously, great luck the rest of the way, and, uh, and uh, it's been great to watch. We all appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Great talking with you guys. Okay. Bye-bye, Aaron. Bye-bye. That was a lot of fun with Aaron Boone. Uh, it just a tremendous job by the Yankee manager through the first 35 games of this season. The Yankees of 2022 have matched the 1998 Yankees 35-game start each team got out to 26 and 9 records. That's going to do it for this edition of the Curtain Call Podcast. For John J. Filippelli, I'm Chris here. We want to thank Aaron Boone once again. And don't forget, subscribe where you get your favorite podcast and become a Curtain Call listener forever. <laughs>